You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. What a beautiful Sunday it is here down in South Florida in the U.S. of A. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer, and it is my joy to be your host for this show every week here at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Heart Healer Radio Network. And... This has been just a crazy week. I feel like I say that every Sunday. And and I think that it feels that way to me. The energy has just been, I don't know what words to even use to describe anymore. Wild and woolly, you know, just very, um, things are very busy, 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 busy. There's always something going on, even though I hardly ever leave the house. Still. But you know, it's it's when we when we set an intention each morning, which I love to do, which is you know, divine creator God, just show me how you want me to be in service today. You just never know what today's gonna look like, and in a way, I guess that makes um, makes things interesting. Uh, it certainly is. Boring, that's for darn sure. And and it's just really amazing the different experiences that, that come up. The ones that I find to be most interesting are the ones that tend to be a little on the challenging side. And I get to kind of step outside myself a little bit and observe how I am either responding or reacting to the situation. And I know you know what I mean, because we all do one or the other, no matter what it is. And when we react, to me, that's like earlobes go up if I was a puppy dog, you know? Your red light goes off, and it light bulb goes off in your mind, and you know you got to pay attention to that one, because that's worthy of your attention, because there's something to learn, you know? 
there's an expression that I always find myself saying, and that is, especially when, when we're in, when I'm in session with a client, and it is, it's all good. It just doesn't always feel good. Can you relate to that? Right? I mean, and the reason it's all good is because everything that we experience, we're the ones co-creating it. The thing is that based upon what I've learned in Ho'oponopono, and this data is actually in the book, The User Illusion by Nortranders. Don't ask me to spell that for you. It's, um, but I think it's N-O-R-R-T-R-A-N-D-E-R-S. And the, and the statistic is that for every 15 bits of data, that we're consciously aware of per second. There are 15 million bits of data happening per second that we have no knowledge of. So when I say that it's all good because it's all an opportunity for learning and it's all coming from us, is because 99.99% of what we experience, we're not consciously creating it. So everything's a surprise sometimes, you know, and we sit there and try and figure out how did this happen? Well, we go into victim consciousness, right? And we say, why is this happening to me? Well, you created it. So you're not supposed to say that so that it makes you feel guilty. It's just the way it works. And if we wrap our heads around the idea that even though we are 100% responsible for everything that we see, sense, feel, hear, know, or experience, that 99.99% of it, we have no idea how we're creating it, then perhaps we can be in the experience a little bit differently, perhaps with a little bit more compassion, and maybe even some curiosity. In, in Ho'oponopono, we're guided to not engage in anything that doesn't feel good. Anything that doesn't feel good is, is a, a light bulb and awareness going off that says you have two choices. You get to just start initiating the clearing of it with, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or thank you repeatedly, or you get to engage in it. And whenever we engage in something that doesn't feel good to us on any level, we make more of what doesn't feel good. So, you know, the Shakespearean um, phrase, you know, to be or not to be free, it is to be or not to be free of memories that are replaying from our subconscious mind that are the cause of our suffering, that are the cause of all these problems, issues, and challenges, which is why it's coming from us. We just don't know where it's coming from, but we know it's coming from us. I like to shift that to be or not to be free of memories to to engage or not to engage. That is the question. And if we ask that question every time we have the conscious awareness, our 15 bits of data in that second that says to us something doesn't feel good, and we take that millisecond of time to decide consciously 
whether we're going to just initiate the clearing of whatever that is that doesn't feel good, or we're going to initiate the clearing of it, then we are much more empowered in our moment-by-moment decisions and life. So something to think about, right? Tonight, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about vibrational healing because this is what has been my primary focus for the last 25 plus years and and what it is and why do you want it, <laughs> you know? Um, where's the value in, in vibrational healing or forms of energetic healing? Well, when we think about the the existence that we live in, our world, right? The things that we see, sense, feel, hear, and experience, right? Quantum physics tells us all of its energy. And so if everything is energy, including our bodies, including our emotions, including the thoughts that we have and the words that we speak, if all that is energy. Doesn't it make sense that healing modalities, devices that are all about frequencies or energy could have a beneficial effect on us or a detrimental effect? There's an interesting commercial that I don't see. I don't watch television very but I remember a few years ago, it was an adult berating a child. I don't even remember how old the child was, maybe eight-ish. But the adult was saying to the child how worthless they were, how they would never amount to anything. And all of the things that you never want to hear someone say to an impressionable child or to anyone because nothing life-affirming or kind or loving about it. Our words have energy. They can be uplifting energetically, therefore healing, or they can be horribly damaging on so many levels. But keep in mind, and please hear this, it's our words that are the only ones that really matter. It's our self-talk that is influencing how comfortable we are in our skin more so than anything we hear outside of us. In Ho'oponopono, everything is kind of self-contained. It's all within us. And when we look at things energetically from that perspective, this relationship with ourselves is the most important relationship that we have. And it's the only one we can make any consequences about. Because we're really only responsible for us. Now, are there exceptions? Of course there are. Children, babies that are unable to consciously choose for themselves in the way that adults do. They need choices made for them to keep them safe, to make sure that they're well fed and and comfortable and warm and safe. Anyone that is 
unable to care for themselves for whatever reason need someone to choose on their behalf to keep them with as much of a quality of life as is humanly possible, ideally. That is what the, the choices are to be for someone making them, right? But the most important relationship is this relationship with ourselves as everything manifests from it. I truly believe, and if you've ever listened to the show before, you've probably heard me say this dozens of times through the years, and that is, you know, our sole purpose, meaning S-O-U-L and S-O-L-E, our sole purpose for being here is to remember through the human experience how to be a loving presence with ourselves first. That's the gig. That's why we chose to come into the body. So everything is good, even though it doesn't feel good, because it's us an opportunity to remember how to be loving with ourselves first. Because you see, when we're loving to ourselves, then that's how we're being with others as well. When we're consciously connected to our hearts and our choices are being made from that place of awareness and the actions we take that follow will all reflect us being a loving person. And whether a person believes this or not, it is humanity's sole purpose. It is why we're here. So every experience that we have that doesn't feel really good, if you just put it right down to the core and ask yourself, okay, what about this experience? Am, am I to remember how to be loving with myself? You know, what's my most loving in this situation with me first? It's not selfish. It's not narcissistic. It's not self-centered. It's why we're here. It is our sole purpose. So when we look at everything from an energetic perspective, it changes everything. It makes things, I think, so much easier to understand. But we all have to come to a place of understanding when we adopt a new belief system. I didn't just come to this in a day. You know, it was something that over time made more and more sense to me when I started doing this work over 25 years ago. The energy is so much different on the planet right now that it's so much easier to come to that understanding and feel comfortable with it because those that have come after me are more wired to be here in this energy, especially the children of today. If you've noticed, if you're a parent, right, and you have grandchildren, have you noticed that your grandchildren are somewhat different than your children in terms of their presence, in terms of, I don't know, kind of how they have this look in their eyes that just says, I really know why I'm here. I'm a wise old soul, and I'm here to do something important. But I want you to understand that from an energetic perspective, that something important begins with being in a conscious, heart-connected relationship with themselves first. 
because everything that they are here to do, everything that you and I are here to do will come from that connection, from that awareness. There are many different ways of looking at utilizing energetic modalities to support our health and wellness. I am a true believer in, in, the, in the true holistic model, not just to say it to market something. Holism is all about seeing ourselves as a whole organism. And that means that it's not just our bodies, it's not just our emotions, it's not just our words, it's not just our thoughts or our beliefs or just our spirit connection. It's all of it. It's our physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, energetic presence. And when we're in balance with these parts of who we are, can you imagine how we feel? We feel fabulous. You know, we feel balanced and at peace and alive, passionate, focused. If you're not feeling that way, then I invite you to take a look at what tools you're accessing at this point in time that enhances your connection to yourself. And if you need help with this, if you're struggling, you need not struggle. Reach out. I'm happy to help. This is why I do this show every week. I offer complimentary heart healer sessions, which you are welcome to take advantage of. Either um, you can see the link in the show description, or you can go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com. That's EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact. And there is a link there where you can schedule your complimentary heart healing session with me. Um, I love offering these sessions. It gives me an opportunity to listen to what it is that you're identifying as your issue and to offer wisdom about how you might that are looking at it, perhaps a tool, depending upon the situation, and also to give you an opportunity to know how you can work with me one-on-one. So, EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact for a complimentary heart healer session. So, what are some forms of vibrational healing? And then we're going to get on with our live readings in about two minutes, right? So I do a number of different healing modalities. You probably know of a bunch of them. So healing touch is one. Quantum healing is another. Medical intuitive readings are a form of energy healing, as are Akashic Records readings. If you've ever had an acupuncture session, that's vibrational healing. Reiki is another form of energy healing. When you think about um, EFT or tapping or there's so many modalities, they're all really energy-based modalities. Sound therapy, listening to music that makes you happy, that's raising your vibration. Sound is vibration. Colors. If there are certain colors that make you feel happy, it's because they're raising your 
energy vibration. When you're having a real hard time feeling grounded, put some red on. Because red is the color of the root energy center that comes out the base of your spine and opens between the legs and pulls energy up from the earth. It's grounding. Or hug a big tree or stomp on the ground with bare feet. Or just walk. All ways to enhance grounding. There are so many expansive tools that are available to us when we look at ourselves as energy beings. My most recent favorite is a new medical device called Healy, H-E-A-L-Y. I am so loving this tool. It is, it's got my name all over it. It's, I can't tell you how happy I am that a dear friend introduced me to it. And if you're looking for a tool that will assist you in your own personal self-care energetically to enhance your health and wellness on all levels, then please reach out to me. Schedule that session. Do it sooner than later because there's a special going on that ends April 30th. And I want you to take advantage of it. It is an amazing device. And there's a link for you to look at more information in the description of the show. Tap on it. Take a look at it. Let me know if you have any questions at all. I am always happy to share. Okay. So let's begin. Um, And before we begin with our readings, let's just take a moment, if we will. Our producer, RJ, RJ, is feeling a little punk tonight. So... Let's just take a moment and breathe into our heart centers collectively, please. There's power numbers, right? Boundaries to energy. So we are really always all connected. So breathe into your heart center and just by intention, send some love to RJ wherever he is. Surround him with it as a gift. He, in turn, gets to choose to breathe it in and let it assist him, should he desire to do so, in his healing process and feeling better. We all have those moments. The night was his. And we love him dearly, and we are always so grateful for whatever time he chooses to share with us here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. Thank you. I appreciate you supporting um, my intention to surround RJ with lots of love. So even if you are listening to the reset and you've gotten to this point, please join me. Because it doesn't matter what day it is, everybody can use a little love, right? Okay. So we're going to begin our readings with um, Erica in Washington State. Good evening, Erica. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Good evening. Good evening. What's doing, sweetheart? What can I do to support you? Um, well, my grandpa's um, 80th. The birthday is coming up June 1st, and I wanted to make it, you know, extra special. Um, I put a deposit on a puppy, on a new puppy, um, and I'm just wondering if you think that this will, you know, um, come out, like, if it, you know, if I will end up getting it and if it will be um, 
like a good idea for him. Like, you know, he okay. he is older, but he's still sharp. So, okay. You're saying he's a young eighty. He's going to be a young eighty eight zero. Yes. Got it. Okay. So let's let's connect in with Erica's energy and her heart center and. We invite in the spirit of her grandfather, who is about to turn 80. And let's just see what we can bring to you, Erica, as far as wisdom about this gift that you are thinking for him, this little puppy. It is an excellent, excellent idea. But I want you to make sure that the puppy is trained, um, that, that it's trained not to pull. That, um, so with the gift, you want to gift in, the gift to also include training because okay. your grandfather may be a, a spry or young 80, you know, but nonetheless, okay. it needs yeah. to be a dog that is trainable, that has a very um, gentle personality and, and that um, will be easy for him to handle. I have no doubt that the unconditional loving presence of the little being will be an extraordinary gift. So overall, it feels like a wonderful idea with the only um, concern being that you make sure that the dog is trained, maybe even before you gift it. Does that make sense to you? Oh, okay. Yes, because I'm going to have, I'm going to have him for one month before Supposedly, I'm going to pick him up in 11 days, or 10 days uh-huh. now, but I haven't heard from her. After I made the deposit, I haven't heard from her, so I'm a little bit nervous, okay. but okay. I know she's legit, so I'm trying to calm myself now. I'm like, oh, it's fine. Okay. She's probably you know, busy. It's the weekend. The timing is is going to be fine, even if it's delayed more than what you think it should be. Um, I don't think it's a good idea to give your grandfather an untrained dog. Okay. So to okay. to have to have him be a little bit older. I'm not saying years. I'm saying just enough that he is manageable, so that it's okay. not going to be a challenge where the dog is going to trip him, because he's going to need to be walked, right? And all these yes. good things. And puppies are a handle, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Had you given me and, the option, had you given me the option mm-hmm. of an old rescue dog that was really checked out and had a very sweet personality and was already trained, that would be a very different energy. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Um, he he wants something that not something. He wants a. I, I don't even know if he wants it. I mean, he did last summer. He told me he wanted one. It's been mm-hmm. three years since his last puppy passed away. Like almost three mm. years since um, his puppy, his old, he had a poodle. He had him for like 11 years and then he unexpectedly passed away. So it's almost like been like three years since that happened. Mm-hmm. And I think he's ready. Last summer I asked him, would you like one? Like, do you feel ready? He's like, yes. Mm-hmm. And okay. before that I had asked him, like, do you feel ready? His answer was always no, because I don't want to go through the heartbreak again. If it passes away, you know. And I totally understand that. Let me tell you. <laughs> I think any of us that have had a dog that has transitioned to spirit, we understand what that means, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so before you actually close the deal, you may uh-huh. want to, unless, unless you're okay keeping the dog or the dog is returnable, which you really hate to do, right? Just confirm mm-hmm. with your grandfather that this is what you would like to gift him with your birthday, that you have, you've made all these arrangements, and is it still okay with him? You didn't want to do it without confirming it. Mm, okay. Especially if I showed it's him been a picture. several months. Yeah, I showed him a picture of him today. Like, a, mm-hmm. what do you think? It's, he's like a cinnamon poodle, like a cinnamon, Ooh. like a darkish brownish poodle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he he's two months old. So okay. I asked. Okay. I asked. And him, what, what did your grandfather say? What he did said, he say? He's so cute. He's adorable. Mm. He's so cute. But that's not the same as, you know. And I it and isn't. I asked him. I was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I asked him, oh, my mom said that she wants to buy one. She's like, mm-hmm. he was like, she don't got time for him. She works. <laughs> and, you know, he's retired. Like, he has time and right, all right. that. So. But Erica, all in all, I think that it's a really great idea, you know, as long as you've got a good handle on the fact that he's ready because you want to be mm-hmm. fair to the dog as well as to him, you know. Yes. Um, I, I think it's a really kind, loving idea and and oh. chocolate poodles, right they're very smart. yeah he's like a cinnamon he's like a cinnamon yeah. brown and his white po- he had a white poodle so i wanted a poodle um something similar but not quite he had a white mm-hmm. poodle so this time mm-hmm. i didn't want something that reminded him so much of understood. his understood it's not going to replace him right so yeah it sounds like a wonderful idea i'm so grateful that yeah. you called in let us know how it all turned out please think of us yeah after all is said and done just send me a message to my website and let me know what's going on okay yep thank you so much you're welcome honey good luck with it have a good rest of your evening (laughs) bye now Mm -hmm. all right so we're going to go from washington state all the way back to the east coast and we're going to talk to vince in new york Good evening, Vince. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you doing this evening? Well, I'm okay. Um, okay. Just doing a lot of thinking, you know. Um, so I've been out of work since February 1st. Um, I've had a couple okay. of jobs that I left because I just hated it. Um so yesterday I had a phone interview, I mean, uh, not a phone interview, an online interview with mm-hmm. um, two supervisors and myself um, at a um, Coca-Cola plant. And I'm just wondering if you see me being offered this job, but I'm also going for a job review tomorrow morning. So I'm wondering what you see of that, too. Okay. All right. So just kind of... Take a breath into your heart, and I also want to share with you a resource before I forget it. I met a woman through one of the women's networking groups that I participate in who posted something last month that caught my eye, and it was all about a resume being a marketing tool and how one is able to to. Certain 
language and set it up a certain way that where where potential um, potential businesses or or hirers, I'm not using the correct language for some reason. I'm not finding my words. Um, um, will will be more responsive than the thousands of other um, applicants that come through. So her name is Eileen, spelled the same way as mine. Her last name is Rain, R-E-I-N. And her company is, where do I have that? Where do I have that? Hold on. Okay, so if you go to her website, it's poundingpavement101.com. Okay. Clever name. Poundingpavement101.com. You might want to take a peek at that and just see if there's anything there that speaks to you oh. that might help you in the um, the job search process. Um, okay. okay. So just breathe into your heart for me, Vince, and, and let's tap into these uh, interviews and these positions. We're asking for any and all information that we can bring to Vince that has to do with the interview for the Coca-Cola plant position and for the interview that he's having tomorrow. I want to say that that it feels like you may very well get a yes for the Coca-Cola job, Um, but I'm also not sure if you're going to love it, right? Um, Okay. And and I'm not sure that you're really going to love, with a lot of passion, the kinds of jobs that you're applying for. Um, And what that says to me is that it would be very valuable for you to get very quiet and receive wisdom, receive inner knowing about what your true passions are, and do everything that you can do to realize them. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, because, see, my heart and passion has always lied in acting. And I used to live in California in L.A., and my wife got sick, and she needed to be here in the middle of uh, nothing New York. And, of course, there's no acting or anything going on here. Um, But I've always... I've always been in the, um, you know, in the manufacturing and production industry all my life, and that's pretty much all I know. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a, uh, it's something that I've always worked hard for. I just got fired from uh, um, Pepsi for they blame me for something that I didn't do, and mm-hmm. I tried to get a lawyer to sue them, and you know, I no lawyer would take the case. Um, there's a couple lawyers I want to, but they want like a lot of money for a retainer and I simply don't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a lot of things. So I have to let it go. So in the meantime, I am looking for another work that I, where I made the same kind of money that I did at the other place. And got it. Got it was it. very good money and I need to keep my head above water because I got my wife to take care of. I've got the rent. I've got a $600 or $700 monthly car payment. Right. Um, right. You know, so it, it's, there's just a lot of stress sitting my shoulders so I hear that I hear that and and so Vince I really want you to hear this okay taking care of you 
is very important. Yeah. I'm going to repeat that. Taking care of you is very important. So please find um, whatever self-care routine works for you. Uh, please rigorously follow it because okay. you can't keep putting the energy out to support all of who you love and care about and what, what's important to you without taking care of you first. It's, it's that, you know, that, that illustration that, or the example that so many people use about being on an airplane and traveling with someone you're responsible with and the oxygen mask comes down and they ask you the question, who do you put the ox- oxygen mask on first? You or the person you're traveling with. Right. right. You put it on you first for a reason. If it's not on you first, then you're not breathing. Therefore, you can't be there for the other person. Right. So you have to put the mask on you first. Okay. However that relates to you in your day-to-day life, you want to really take a look at that. Okay? Okay. Do um, you know how long it will be before I hear from Coke? Um, I don't think it's going to be very long. It feels like a very strong yes. And so one of the things that I would invite you to consider doing is, is do you do Ho'oponopono? Is that, is that a type of work that you or prayer that you're familiar with? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Are you familiar with the Ho'oponopono prayer? I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I invite you between now and when you get the response, you know, from Coca-Cola or whomever, that you keep clearing, keep initiating the clearing of anything that prevents prevents you from getting your ideal position. Okay. At the amount of money that is ideal for you and more, right, and that and that you will feel comfortable with. Okay. And so, and so the statement you might consider, and you can listen to this in the replay if you don't have anything to write with. We're about um, 38 minutes into the show. So it's to whatever memories are in me that, that are limiting me finding my ideal job, my ideal position. You find language that feels the best to you there, my ideal position, my ideal job. Um, for the same, you know, whatever the amount of money is, and more, you don't want to limit the amount of money. So put your dollar amount and say, and more on any and all levels that I am to atone for. <coughs> Excuse me. Love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just say love you or just thank you. And say that prayer, <coughs> Excuse me. as often as you can. Okay. Because each time you say it, you're initiating the clearing of more and more energy that is limiting you finding your ideal position at your ideal pay. Okay. All right. And you can say it about anything. You can you can state it towards uh, or say it about the interview tomorrow to whatever memories are in me that limit the success of this interview on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. So what 
but if memories are in me that, that is limiting Coca-Cola from offering me the job on any level that I am to account for, I love you, I'm sorry, please, thank you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. All right. I wish you incredible okay. good luck with it. I hope that it unfolds very quickly for you. It feels very much like a yes. And so you need to shift your mindset, right? Shift your mindset so that whatever these positions are that you're, hire, you're, you're, you're interviewing for, that if you get a yes, that you will be at peace with accepting them. Okay. Right? Because for right now, you've made choices, and this is what you're doing. So do it with joy. You know? Otherwise, it's going to be a source of suffering, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're right. Okay. Let me know how things are going. Good luck. To, oh, you're very welcome. Good luck to you. And have a wonderful rest of your evening up in New York. Okay. Okay. Thanks. All right. Blessing. All right. Well, so the queue is a little quiet tonight. We can keep chatting a little bit until we get our next caller. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about energy healing. I have to see what comes to me because I never plan exactly what I'm going to say. I just ask for a theme and then I keep going with it, right? And and that's just the most comfortable way for me to do um, any type of a presentation. And this, in a way, is a presentation. It's a sharing of wisdom from the heart. And so let's talk a little bit more about um, Ho'oponopono as the form of energy healing and in its clearing modality. And so, because I see Vince is still in the queue, so I'm going to talk a little bit more about this and whatever I'm sharing. I hope that it's a blessing to everybody else that's listening or listening to the replay. So when you utilize the Ho'oponopono prayer, which which is from ancient Hawaiians, right? And um, it is self-identity through Ho'oponopono because the belief is that there really isn't anything outside of us. That everything that we experience is being heard from within us. Remember what I said earlier that 99.99% of it though we really don't have conscious knowledge of how we're creating it. Right? So when we say I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you at the end of that clearing statement, who we're saying it to is our inner child. Because the inner child, based on the psychology of the mind, is responsible for the subconscious mind. And just as it says, it's subconscious, we don't have conscious knowledge of that part of our brain, that part of our mind. And it's in this part of our mind that these memories replaying are coming from. Now, where do they come from besides the mind? Well, it depends on what you believe, right? If you believe you've had multiple lifetimes, then one never knows. These patterns of energy that represent the problem, issue, challenge that we're experiencing could be something that is ancestral in nature. It could be something that you picked up in your energy for all, all we know, the truth is that we don't know the why. 
of most of what happens in life, we can come up with some explanations that might make sense to us, but the truth is we really don't know. And if we give up the need to know everything about it, meaning we don't engage with it, because what we engage with, we make more of. If it's a problem, we don't want to make more of the problem, right? So if this makes sense to you and if it speaks to you, then the less you age in an issue, and the more you just initiate the clearing of it, the more peaceful life is. Quite extraordinary, actually. I invite you to practice it for a couple of weeks and see how it feels, because what I found when I first started doing this on a regular basis, where it became a way of being, it was a game changer. I mean, so much changed for me. It was unbelievable. And I'm grateful for that because it has given me such a powerful tool to share with you and to share with my clients. So when you imagine who you're saying, I love you, I'm sorry, and please forgive me too, picture picture yourself as a small child. I usually end up seeing myself as a picture that was taken of me when I was about four or four and a half years old. And so when I start saying one of these Ho'oponopono clearing statements, I look at her face because I'm acknowledging that it's really, there's nothing outside of me. This is all within me. And I want her help anyway, because I can't do this 24 seven, but she can because she's my subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind doesn't sleep, it doesn't vacations. So being able to befriend, shall we say, this part of the mind, my teacher, Dr. Hu Len, basically says this is the most significant relationship we have. Besides the one that's just the general one with ourselves, that is the relationship with ourselves, right? And so we say, I love you, looking at their, their face. I'm sorry for whatever I did to create this this issue. I have not a clue. You know, I know I'm responsible for it, but I don't know what I did to, to create it. Please forgive me. Still looking at her or his face. I, I am so sorry. Please forgive me for whatever I did to create this. Those three statements put a message out to the universe that you have accepted 100% responsibility for whatever the problem is. And so... That petition is then through the mind. I won't go into all the details, but through the different parts of the mind, it goes up to God, divine creator. And God, divine creator says, okay, they've accepted 100% responsibility. Let's clear that pattern that represents that issue. And based on Ho'oponopono, there is mana, not the biblical um, food, a purifying energy is sent down through the different aspects of the mind into the subconscious mind and that pattern of energy is cleared but the beauty of it is that it's not just cleared from our mind it's cleared from the mind of our cells C-E-L-L-S and it's cleared from whoever's holding the same energy back through time, space, dimensions realities Back to the beginning of creation. It's a powerful tool. 
I think of it as a, as a uh, public service act, shall we say, because every time you initiate the clearing of something, you're helping us all. So I say thank you, right? So energetic healing. I like all kinds of energy healing. Um, I love therapy, too. Therapy, to me, is another form of vibrational healing because the aromas of all the different essential oils that have been created from the beautiful plants that they are gleaned from, distilled from, they all have different frequencies. And depending upon what their energetic frequency is, has a lot to do with their benefit, their therapeutic benefit that we experience. So I love, like, one of the first things I do when, when I get up in the morning, when I come into my healing space, my living space in my house, I put oils in my diffuser, fill it up with uh, water, and I turn it on. I mean, that's how I begin my day. Excuse me, my day. It's such an important part of my day-to-day life because depending upon the different oils that I use, I love using citrus oils because they're very uplifting. Um, they're often called happy oils because they're mood activators. They, they bring our mood up because they're high vibrational, right? Um, I also love using oils that are very grounding and oils that come from conifer trees are very grounding, right? I love spruce and I love pine. And I like, um, I'm a young living person, a company that has been in business for over 25 years, creating the most exquisite essential oils and blends. And they have a blend called Evergreen Essence. That's, to me, it's like being in a forest, right? And I add a little bit of, either tangerine or orange to that, and that I'm in heaven, right? It's just so wonderful. And you have many different ways to create um, a different uh, kind of mood or presence, either in your home or a healing space or in your office. Essential oils are appropriate for being anywhere. Um, They're appropriate for being around babies and children and adults. You just have to be knowledgeable about which oils are cautionary. Like if you have hypertension or if you have a seizure disorder, right? Um, Or if you have a cat. Cats, there are some oils that are not good for them to be exposed to because their livers can't process the, um, the, the oils easily. Dogs, I've had a problem or heard of anyone having a problem working with essential oils. My my dog, Angel, who has not been with me for so long, um, but she's an integral part of my day-to-day healing practice um, for over 14 years she was with me. And we often used essential oils for different catches that she would have. She was a little shelty. And I don't know if you're familiar with Shelties. They're, they're little sheepdogs, right? They're, they come from the, they're bred originally um, uh, from the Shetland Islands off of Scotland, I think it is. And their, their coats are very thick. They're, there are a few layers to them because where 
they were originally bred from, the weather is very damp, it's very cold, it's, they're working dogs, right? So her work was sitting very patiently with any client that would come in and loving on them. She was amazing, right? Just amazing. But she would get these uh, clogged uh, pores, uh, like sebaceous glands, and they would get infected and to go to the vets and they'd have to be um, extracted. And I would put essential oils. My favorite was um, a blend called Melrose, which is very anti-infective. Um, and I would put a little bit of rose ointment on top of it. And if it was at a place where she could lick it, I would put one of those little collars on her so that it could sit there for a bit and absorb into her skin. And it really exponentially healed um, or cut down the healing time um, of that wound, which was really nice. Um, it was it was good to be able to use these tools with her. Or I put some lavender oil on her paws, which is like um, putting something under our tongue, right? That would help because it goes right into their blood system and is a calming um, essential oil, especially if they're a little agitated because of a thunderstorm approaching or lots of noise being outside that, that is uh, a source of fear for them, right? So there are so many different expressions of different types of vibrational healing tools um, that, that or things that we can think of as vibrational healing tools that can enhance our health and well-being. As I said before, I love this new Healy medical device. It is cleared by the um, United States FDA for the um, relief of acute, chronic, and arthritic pain, as well as for muscle soreness from overexertion. But when I tell you that it is so much more than it is extraordinary the capability of this little tiny gadget, this device. I have had so many amazing experiences over the past couple of months working with it for both myself as well as with my clients, and it has been extraordinary. It has a capability also of doing remote scanning as well as remote transmissions of frequencies to support anyone's, including your own health and wellness. And that's why I love it. It's, it helps for those people that really love to be independent in their health care to the best um, uh, of their ability. This is one of those tools that really can help. And with the Healy Resonance, which is the, uh, one of the packages, that's the one that includes the remote transmission and um, as well as scanning, there are numerous databases where you can do um, a search to see which um, items in that database will bring the energy field into the most balance. And some of the databases include um, homeopathic remedies, digital nutritional supplements, um, uh, box flower essences, amino acids, and so many more. And you can either do a general scan, which allows the system to uh, choose the different programs that would work for you, 
or you can be more specific. And in, in addition to that, you have the ability to actually create your own programs as well. I have been creating affirmation programs and pairing them with essential oils, as well as Ho'oponopono clearing statements and pairing them with essential oils as well and sending them remotely to my clients so that the energy of these statements are flowing into the fields every hour on the hour to assist them in sending a message to their subconscious minds for that which they are choosing to clear or that which they are choosing to manifest. So if that's something that speaks to you, go look at the description of tonight's show and tap on the Healy link and um, look at the information. Feel free to create a complimentary heart healer session with me, um, and I'll be happy to share with you. Um, time is of the essence. There's a very important special going on right now because the business model of the company is shifting to a subscription-based program. And so if you want to get these programs for life now, you need to be in touch as soon as you can. So reach out to me. Uh, message me through my website, EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact. Text me if you're in the U.S. Just let me know who you are and how you got my number. And I'm happy to support you in whatever way that I can. This is truly an extraordinary device. All right. So I hope that you have enjoyed um, and found benefit to what we've shared tonight. Let's do just a very rapid heart connection, if you will, as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery. Go ahead and close your eyes. Uncross your ankles and knees. Relax your abdominal muscles and breathe. Nice, deep, slow breath. And as you breathe, focus your breath. Imagine your breath going into your heart center and out of your heart center. That beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. And just take a couple of nice breaths that way. And just notice how you feel. For this energy center is the place where love emanates from and where you receive love into. This is the part of you that's directly connected to your essence, which is unconditionally loving. And breathe. The more you breathe into and out of your heart center consciously, the more you are connected to the vibration of love, the higher your overall vibration is, the more coherent or imbalanced your organ systems are, the more in balance you are, period. And every time you breathe into and out of your heart center, a waveform of love emanates from you in all directions. So let's focus on that love that's coming from us that's going down into the earth. And as it reaches the center of the earth, it begins to expand in all directions, filling Mother Earth, a gift of love to all who dwell within her and to Mother Earth herself. A thank you for all that she does to support our existence as human beings 
amazing journey of life that we're all on together. And that love begins to expand through the surface of the earth, a gift of love to all of us who dwell upon Mother Earth. And it keeps going into our atmosphere and beyond, a gift of love to all who dwell above the earth. And as it expands and flows into the universe, it goes into infinity, to the beginning of all that is. What I like to think of as the one heart of love. And what we know is that whatever we send out comes back to us multiplied. So it's important. It is important that we are conscious of the words we use, the actions we take, the thoughts we're having, the words we speak. And so we've sent all this love out into the universe. With your next breath in, receive that love back to you, expanded, multiplied in so many ways, and breathe it in. Gifts of love returning to you from the universe for your generosity, and you are worthy of receiving love, as are we all, and breathe. Good. All right, my friends, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Um, I am Eileen, the heart healer. It has been my joy to spend this hour with you tonight. Join me again next Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time, here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. And be in touch if I can be of any service to you. Schedule that complimentary heart healer session. I will be happy to speak with you. I am sending you off with blessings of so much love and so much gratitude. Have a wonderful rest of your evening and good night. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.